Hello, welcome to the Bochely Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're breaking down the news. I'm your host, Jacob Bush. Breaking with down today, the news. When parking his truck in a parking lot, he takes up two spaces on purpose. Leader of Nintendites, Nintendites, Ryan Scalf. I do not do that. I will. I go along with a lot of these, but I would never do that. I hate when people do that. I have a pretty big truck, too. Yes, I'm compensating, but I have a huge truck, (laughs) and I will make sure that it fits in one parking spot. I hit a nerve. I really hit a nerve. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I don't... I think there's like a special personality of someone who thinks that they should take two parking spots. There is. It's not one that I want to be or be around. Yeah, unsubscribe if you're that person, please. We don't want you in our community. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, he doesn't drink water because it's too close to drowning. Your favorite Crip Boy, Nick Beard. Hey, man. You can never be too safe. I think it's just a a fair practice, right? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one glass, one wrong glass of water. Just tilting it it a few degrees too far back, and it's it's game over. I still don't conceptually understand how you can choke on water like going down the wrong what like the windpipe or something i don't understand how you've never I done that i think I, I know it happens i just don't understand how like how does water go to your stomach and not your lungs every time like where are these holes like where, where are these where is this separate there's a there's a trap door it goes like this it just i'm serious are you being serious a, when you breathe in there's a trap door that goes like that, and it like lets the oxygen in out of your esophagus into your lungs. I don't trust you. I'm calling hard. And so Is when you're not breathing, it, it's close. It stays close. So if you take a drink, if you're drinking too fast and you take a breath, that trap door starts to open, and then that water gets down into there, and you will cough like crazy. Wait, I'm Nick, I think you're hard. actually – I think you're right. I, I don't think – you weren't trying to make a joke. That's actually right, right? Isn't that why waterboarding really messes people up? It's because it, yeah, it messes with that? They lay you backwards and then they pour in the water and cover your face. So, like, I, I think that makes you, sense what Ryan's saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't have you ex- have you had that happen, Nick? Uh, no, I, 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 I. What a way to start off a, a gaming podcast is talking about waterboarding. So, anyways, today we've got four news items for you. The first of which, via a major leak, Apex Legends' next map and nine heroes have been revealed. Uh, a recent leak, including videos and text files, was recently shared in Apex communities and broken down in detail in the subreddit, our Apex Uncovered subreddit. I also, I didn't know this uh, subreddit existed. It's basically for all leaks. It's called Apex Uncovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, this leak included eight new characters, a new map called Division Moon, new heirlooms, and new weapons. Uh, the eight characters are subject subject to change because this is a leak, so they're, they could be like super early, and some of them are super early. They're just placeholder um images but their names are as of now jester conduit caliber crier (laughs) newcastle phantom uplink vantage and catalyst Uh, newcastle and vantage appear to have the most complete character models and are likely to be the next legends released while the others have placeholder models and really there's nothing to go along with them other than a thumbnail Uh, we'll include the images of these characters in the youtube video and also the image of the new map which i said was called Something moon. What did I say that was called? It's called Division Moon. Division Moon. Um, <clears throat> guys, we haven't played Apex in a while. What does this do for you? We're talking about eight new legends. That's a lot of legends. Um, so they're obviously planning for this game to be lasting a long time. It's a, it's alive and well right now. 
Yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize it was still as big as it is. And I, I mean, I knew it was huge at one point, but um, this type of support is awesome. I'm, I think it's cool. It could definitely draw me in. We used to play a lot and fell off the train because there's a lot <laughs> else to play. Um, but of I think of like that um, large multiplayer shooting game, this is probably the one I would most likely get into. Aside from Halo, but I'll never stop playing Halo. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm I'm dropping off Halo right now. I'm not really there's nothing pulling me back in. All right, the content they haven't kind of, been updating it. Yeah, haven't been doing much. So, uh, Nick, you also were into Apex big with us at one point. Uh, does this intrigue you? Do you want to hop back in? Should we hop back into this game? I mean, I think if we want to hop back in, that would be fun. I don't see myself doing that on my own. I'm sure that the characters are awesome. Caliber looks dumb. I'm sure the characters are awesome. In That's the not a real model. Cool. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I said they're placeholder models. That Yeah, um, that's like a dummy. It's like a test drive dummy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think if you guys were to say, let's do it, then I wouldn't even have to think twice about it. Apex is killer. And Apex is a killer game with friends. It's one mm-hmm. of those games, it reminds me of Overwatch, where when you're playing with friends, it's just that much better. So, I don't know. It's up to you guys. If you guys want to jump back in, I'm in, but I won't be doing it on my own. Jacob, did you get to see any of the videos before they were taken <clears throat> down on that Reddit? Yeah, I watched some of them, um, and they they showcased a lot of the actual abilities, um, right? which were really cool. And they're not completely taken down either. You can find them. Uh, I VGC, found them on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube has them. VGC has yeah. an article about these. You can still find them if you search for this leak. Yeah, so I think some of the abilities I saw were were so clever and unique. Um, those are the types of things, you know, Apex is always good at is bringing kind of aspects to a shooter that you've never been able to do and creating like these a little bit more creative it's very like overwatch-esque where like the heroes have all these abilities and like you the comp of the team is so is actually like so critical uh depending on what your strategy is so there was there was a few abilities i thought were so unique one was um scryer is that how you would say it scryer it's crier with a s at the beginning yeah i was just pronouncing it scryer yeah or no, um, is there an S? Yeah, there's an S. Okay, I pronounced it wrong then. Um, he had the ability when he dies, he can actually follow and spectate whoever killed him, which I, I don't fully know how that would integrate, but if you're in a team with two other people, you get killed. You have this, like, the dead person on your team is actually still useful. That's That's a very unique thing yeah i think for uh shooting games which i don't maybe i'm misunderstanding that yeah okay Uh, another one of his abilities is he can actually it's like if he he sets like a trap and if you walk through that he can actually see what you're seeing on your screen at the same time so he he can actually spy on a full team because he has the ability to see through your eyes um i think that would that would bring a really cool level to the game. Um, that's kind of scary, you know, like you don't know if 
you may not know that like someone's actually watching you or the guy that you just killed is like now following you and he's got a team that he can instruct on where to go <laughs> or um, it just adds this like extra layer that I think is really unique. Yeah. I wonder if it tells you if you set the trap off. That's super interesting. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the earlier ones too that don't doesn't have like full character models yet. Uh, just the thumbnail. Uh, but yeah, Apex is really creative with their character abilities. And when we're talking about eight more characters or nine more heroes that's they're already developing, the roster's already huge. So um, just yeah, from the standpoint... Their maps too. Their maps are amazing. Yeah, the, the design's awesome. So just from the standpoint that I know that they're working on more content and they're pumping it out and there's more characters on um, just around the corner, like that makes me want to get back into it. Because right now I feel, I feel the drought from Halo, right? I've been playing it since launch and it's just like... I, I finished the season pass and these events are pretty short and not fun. So, um, yeah. guys, I, I'd like to check this out when this new season pops and, uh, and maybe we can, yeah, we should play rekindle for it. Sure. Next story. Sony buys the Jade Raymond led Haven studios. Uh, Haven was the studio created by Jade Raymond and other veteran developers that were, that were let go from stadia. Originally Haven was just going to produce an exclusive game for PlayStation, but it appears that Sony wants to fully acquire the studio and a message from Herman Hulse. He stated, we began working with Jade and her team in early 2021 when they were on the brink of announcing the formation of Haven studios from the first pitch. We were inspired by Haven's vision for creating a modern multiplayer experience that brings gamers together in positive and meaningful ways. We were confident in their creative and technical expertise to deliver on such an ambitious project and we're thrilled to invest in their journey developing a new original IP for PlayStation. So like I said, it was just going to be a game they were developing for PlayStation. But guys, we're in acquisition <clears throat> season and this is just the reality now. They bought, PlayStation Sony bought a studio that hasn't produced a single game yet. They just bought yeah. talent. And that tells you this ecosystem that we're in right now. It is, yeah. it is so competitive that you can't even let talent go slipping by you have to just buy up those studios yeah i this makes me wonder if microsoft had maybe approached haven you know mm. about hey we we know you're exclusive but we kind of want to know what you have in the works and um the fact that sony would go and acquire them it, sony doesn't usually make a lot of missteps as far as especially acquisitions i think they're they're very conservative with how they they go after teams. And so I think we should be excited about whatever this game is. Um, Jade, you know, things didn't work out at Stadia. I don't think that's her fault. I think Google just kind of threw in the towel a little early and yeah. she, she was behind Assassin's Creed and some other amazing games. So um, I got to imagine there's a lot of talent on that team that can make a really good game. And so I'm kind of curious, what do you guys think? I read that headline, it was or that quote, and it was saying a modern take on multiplayer. Yeah, um, that they're really excited about. I was kind of, I was curious what you guys think that would be because I have an opinion. A modern take on a multiplayer experience that brings together players in a positive and meaningful way. That's like to me when you say that, it's not a shooter. Um, no, it's going to be something different. And I real, I don't have a prediction. I really don't. I do think. Uh, Sony and PlayStation are very weak in the multiplayer realm, right? They are really good at big, robust single player experiences. But when you think Sony multiplayer games, you think of what? Uh, Destruction All-Stars. Um, so this is a, yeah. a weak spot for them. So it makes sense. But I have I have no prediction of what this could be. Nick, do you have anything? 
No. Right. What is it? It's interesting. So here's my hope, and this could be wrong. I mean, this could be another dodgeball multiplayer (laughs) fiasco. We just hope it's not. Um, I think the big thing that Sony is missing is is family games. Mm. And Microsoft isn't super focused on that either. Microsoft is going after these huge open world one-player games. Um, And Nintendo is continually putting out family games. They just crush it so i think sony may see an opportunity if if this is what i think it is i'm thinking like a a spin on um something like animal crossing just like a large community game with Mm. customization and um maybe exploration creativity something like that where where people come together and create cool things and show it off um I think Sony could definitely benefit from that, right? So Microsoft has Minecraft, which they still allow to be on Sony's devices, but um, Nintendo has Animal Crossing and a bunch of other family games, and Sony has nothing aside Mm. from their demo that came out with the PS5 Astrobot, Astro's Playroom. You know, I can't think of another like actually genuinely family oriented game. That's a really good point. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a good point. And yeah, when you, again, the, the key phrase there is in a positive and meaningful way, bringing players together. I, I just think that's, I think you're, you're nailing didn't it. Right? Say competitive. Like it didn't yeah. say competitive. It didn't say competitive. And if it was competitive, it was some sort of sim or um, like shooter or something like that. I think it would be pretty clear. Wow. Through the language. Okay. Yeah, Ryan, that's a, that's a really good point. I, I did want to point out too. Um, that based on LinkedIn data, about a third of Haven used to work at Stadia, actually. And Ryan, you're totally right. I don't think uh, them being let go or closing this down was anything to do with Jade or any of the developers there. I think just uh, Google has soft hands or whatever that phrase is, and they they can't they can't invest in <laughs> paper something. hands. Paper hands. Yeah. That's what it is. Soft Lettuce hands. hands. <laughs> Lettuce hands. <man. laughs> I just they they literally they can't stick to anything. I feel like um, except yeah, the search engine. Dude. Um, but I don't like risk. You can't blame them for that, but I think they did cut a really good team. Yeah. And then also about 70% worked at Ubisoft Montreal, um, which makes sense given that Haven is based out of Montreal. So, uh, man, Montreal has so much development. There are so many teams in Montreal. I don't know if you looked this up, but, um, no MLB teams though. What was that? <laughs> no, M- no MLB teams though. No, well, good one, Ryan. Good you don't one. get that, but the sports. There used to be a, a Montreal. The Expos was a baseball team, and they lost their team. So cool. That's cool. So cool. the you know, yeah, baseball fans of the '90s hit me up. <laughs> Fun fact from Bush League good, over good here. Good to learn. You're welcome. Yeah, so. yeah, guys. Anything else on Haven? Anything? Anything else there, Nick? Do you have any thoughts on this? No, I just think that's really interesting take from ryan and i like it it's unique the word competitive uh, that kind of throws me off a little bit but everything else sounds like exactly like a fun family game like animal crossing Minecraft. competitive is not so, in there to be clear right oh, oh it doesn't yeah it it's does not, not say oh i thought you said it did i was like oh that's odd no so i think i think exactly what ryan's saying is is probably a really good take um they're missing that it makes sense i think a lot of people are craving that kind of game anyways and so We'll see. I don't know. That's cool. I still, I literally this week played Animal Crossing. I didn't even tell you guys. I still go yeah. back. And, and Nintendo like kind of got away with 
you know, we talked about like they got away with not doing a ton, although the new release solved a lot of those issues. The original release of Animal Crossing was not incredible. And so mm. I think there's this there's a there's a little bit of space, a little bit of room for improvement that um, a new studio could come in and make something different. Yep. And I'm excited. Great point, Ryan. Um, all right. Next news topic. Gran Turismo 7 now has Sony's lowest user score ever on Metacritic. Uh, this comes from Andy Robinson at VGC. We, uh, we quote him a lot. Uh, since the publication of Andy's article, the review has even slipped lower and is now at 1.5 in contrast to the critic score of 8.7. So on Metacritic, if you didn't know this, there's a critic score, which is all the professionals. They give it an 8.7. The user score, which is just everyday people putting it in, um, it's dropped. It was originally at 2.5 when Andy wrote this. It is now at 1.5 um, as of March 24th. The quote from Andy says, the vast majority of GT7's user reviews were posted on or after March 17th when developer Polyphony Digital released a controversial patch, reducing payouts from the game's races, thus making it harder to unlock new cars without spending on microtransactions. In addition, Andy goes on to state that GT7 was also offline for more than 24 hours between the 17th and 18th, which made it nearly unplayable due to the significant amount of content it requires on internet connection to access. It's being reported that GT7's cars cost as much as eight times what they cost in Gran Turismo Sport, which was the previous Gran Turismo, using real-world money. According to an, an analysis, it could take players nearly 20 hours of grinding in order to earn enough to purchase just one of the game's most expensive cars. 20 hours. Examples of pricing. An Aston Martin Vulcan 6, 2016 uh, in GT Sports. GT Sport, it costs $5. In GT7, it costs $40. A McLaren used to cost $5, now costs $40. Audi R18 used to cost $3, now costs $40. Um, and a big note with all of this that should be considered is that these monetization and price changes did not happen when critics were writing their reviews and releasing them. This happened after the scores came out. They changed it. They did a patch and added this monetization and uh, grindiness. So very shady from Polyphony, in my opinion. This is this is such a bad misstep. Uh, one of my close friends, he's like Gran Turismo's biggest fan, Wes. Um, I mean, he's literally talking about how much of an addict he is. He was saying he was suffering from withdrawals while Gran Turismo was down. And he doesn't know I'm sharing all this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> which oh, is the perfect nice. way to surprise a friend, right? Hi, Wes. Um, this is Wes's take on Gran Turismo. It's the racing itself is perfect, but the game is so flawed. It takes about 20 minutes to earn $50,000 or you can buy a million dollars at a time for $10 in real life. Most of the cars cost a million or more. So 20 minutes for $50,000 and most cars cost a million dollars. And then this could be exaggeration. I didn't do the math. I don't actually know this is true. But he says it takes $6,000 of real money to actually collect all the cars. I wouldn't be surprised. We're grinding. We're talking about $40 per car, right, with yeah. some of these. So that wouldn't, that's not too far off. So here's what's like, this is such a bad misstep because I think they, I don't know if they were looking at maybe Flight Sim. Because Flight Sim, they charge quite a bit for those planes. True. But we're literally comparing like flight engineering to cars, right? So designing and recreating the console to a car is not the same as redesigning and 
incorporating every button on the control panels of a 747 you know it this is different so when they charge you twenty dollars for 747 it's because they like literally would probably lose quite a bit of money if they didn't whereas in gran turismo i don't believe that it it necessarily requires that same level of work to put a mclaren in right so the 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 money doesn't add up this is a very sketchy thing and also with car games I think about any Forza game, and Gran Turismo is the same. They just pull assets forward. They usually don't just do a full redesign. It's like they took GT Sports cars and they just like up-resed and fine-tuned and made them look nicer, right? So it is it is a crock when like it's they're acting like they're designing these things. No, they're using their assets they used in the past. Um, so man, it is it this looks really bad. And on in the same vein of what Wes says. Um, there's a quote from Metacritic from a user that I have pulled here. They stated, it pains me to give the, it pains me to give this a zero game feel is fantastic. And so is the controller support graphics are great. Initial content is there, but the micro microtransactions, $38 of real money to buy a single Ford GT question mark. Um, and, and like I said, the use, the, the critic scores were high 8.7. And they were reviewing it as probably just uh, from without microtransaction considered and from a quality perspective. How do the cars feel? How do the races feel? Um, you know, what's the performance like? But they didn't get to see the full picture, which, which is shady because also it makes the reviewers, you know how the industry right now has sometimes the perception that, uh, oh, they bought that score, right? The reviewers are paid off. Um, Battlefield's an example of that, which is sketchy. But in this scenario, this isn't necessarily the reviewer's fault. This happened after they did their review. And that's the that's on polyphony at this point. Um, that's a very shady practice to sit there and change a core system in the game after reviews come out and after you get that kind of like badge of approval from big outlets. Um, I just think that this isn't a franchise that I want to support at all. I never got into GT, so I have no bias towards it. I was intrigued. I was interested. And news like this um, doesn't make me want to check it out in the slightest. Yeah, I think mm. it's just so frustrating. You said there were $3 previously? $5 previously, $3 for it. Yeah, there was like $3 cars and $5 cars. <clears throat> and now we're talking about $40 cars. That's so insane. I, I just don't I don't get what people are thinking sometimes. If they had increased them to like 7 or 9 bucks and just said, look, inflation you know i don't know made any excuse uh, our wages are going up whatever things are changing and they just bumped you got to import the cars yeah you know yeah. that's not cheap yeah <laughs> then like i don't even know that anyone would have blinked an eye but the, i yeah. mean it's clearly something's going on here right and the fact that it was implemented after uh i don't know now now like you're just leading me down a road to assume some sketchy stuff and so it's their job yeah. to also manage the perception of their company uh, and they're not, they're not doing that very yeah. well. So it would, uh, it's such a, I feel like it's such a bummer to morale for developers as well. When you work your butt off to make such an incredible project, you know, across the board, what I'm reading is like the racing itself is perfect. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And then there's this decision made up top that ruins it. Um, it reminds <clears throat> me a lot of of uh star wars battlefront 2 yeah. you remember and yeah, that everything launch. that happened with that like if we're being completely honest with ourselves that that was one of the best shooter games ever i mean it 
it was everything we ever wanted in a Star Wars game, you know, yeah. where Jacob's on the ground shooting. I am flying over him in a fighter. And it's like this massive battle going on in, on Kashyyyk. Like, dude, that's the most epic thing of my dreams. You know, that's the that's game that we game. always wanted. And <clears throat> here they go and create this like loot box system and grinding where it was like, so you're telling me I will not be able to play Darth Vader until I've played this game consistently for like one year. That was just so dumb, you know, like what, who is, who was behind that decision? It just, you scratch your head wondering like, did they think that everyone was just going to fly, like love this? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so this is very reminiscent of that. It's like a really good game. Uh, the developers won't get the credit that they're due because yeah. no one's paying forty dollars for a Ford GT. I'm sorry, like yeah, it's no a, one wants to do that. It's another example of the divide of really amazing developers who are passionate and make a really good project, and then the business side of it who make decisions that can completely wipe all of that off the board. Um, and it's right. sad, like you said, they're not going to the credit they deserve. You know, they got the the critic scores, but now the game's going to have this over it. You know, Battlefront Two didn't get the praise it deserved until like a year or two later because that dark yeah. cloud was following it everywhere. Um, and this is going to happen to GT Seven, I think. Yeah. So yeah, guys, anything else on Gran Turismo Seven before we move on to our last news topic? Let's move on. I can't Hopefully wait to it's talk about, about another car game. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot Nick doesn't like car games. <laughs> uh, last thing. This was about a set of Corso. Corsa. Did I say that right? I Corsa. don't know. I, I don't play those games. I get it wrong every time. <laughs> Compitiano. Compitiano. Uh, I'm Italian. New so Witcher Saga of Games was announced recently. This next saga of games is being developed using Unreal Engine instead of CD Projekt Red's proprietary Red Engine. This announcement also included the reveal that CD Projekt Red is entering a 15-year strategic partnership with Epic Games. The full extent of this collaboration has not been revealed, but it does not include the upcoming game being exclusive to Epic Store. Again, this next game will not be exclusive to Epic. That's what they stated on Twitter. But the one after that will be. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. They're totally, They're drawing. It's a bait and switch. And they're going to draw us in with this new saga. You're going to be one game in, and then all of a sudden you're on Epic Store. It, you know the even the way they the language on the Twitter I'm I'm butchering I'm not gonna uh, I don't know it ver, verbatim but I do know that they said we do not plan to make this exclusive to Epic they said the words plan which whenever you yeah. use language like that I'm like mm, I don't yeah. trust you we you didn't made, plan on it but you it made <laughs> you made Cyberpunk 2077 I don't trust you yeah. Um, yeah so the announcement was accompanied by a teaser image of what looks like the traditional Witcher logo but it's actually a lynx instead of a wolf. This opens up an entire unexplored area of the Witcher universe, which in theory would be the Lynx school and has never been explored in canon or the books. Because if you don't know this in the Witcher games, you follow uh, Geralt who came from the Wolf school. So the Lynx school, we don't know anything about it. So that's Let's very talk exciting. About this. Okay. Let's talk about this. Let me hear it, Ryan. Because I was reading <laughs> about it. So as someone who didn't play any of the Witcher games or read any of their Witcher books, let me impart onto you my knowledge. Wow. Um, I, I, I was reading up on this and, and a lot of people were jumping all these conclusions <coughs> about the links, the links. And apparently fans took up their own story called the School of the Links. And they basically took existing characters and wrote an entire fan fiction storyline 
based on this school that was it's basically the school of the cat converted into the lynx and reformed um i just want to put that out there because i did not know that that was fan fiction and so i think a lot of people had a bunch of hype thinking like oh this is what's going to happen this is this is how the story will go uh, none of that is canon none of that actually exists fan fiction so yeah, CD Projekt Red has no actual um, ties to that storyline. So if if there is a Lynx, that's the only thing in common with that entire... There's an entire like wiki fandom page devoted to the School of the Lynx. Um, that is not what they are doing. And so I think that's more exciting. No, I mean, the fans, it seemed like they did an amazing job writing a really good story that a lot of people actually liked, apparently. Um, but I like that it's going to be something that we've never seen before. Yeah, uh, fresh. Just starting fresh. Yeah. People have uh, theorized so far, too, because we don't know anything about it, that we might be in a more create-your-own-character situation because it wouldn't be following anyone we know. It would be a little bit more open to... Hey, make make a Witcher, and then you can explore this portion of the world. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because Nick, you actually played the Witcher, right? Yeah, well, I played the third one, uh, but I didn't have the original experience with hundreds of hours like uh, George. And I don't know, were you were you in that group as well? Yeah, I, so I I have <clears throat> probably a hundred hours between my two playthroughs, okay. and I've never actually beat Witcher three. I beat Witcher two, um, but I've never beat Witcher three. Okay. So, I mean, I put, I think I put like 50 hours into Witcher 3. So I've played enough to enjoy it, like it. I've read some of the comics, uh, watched the shows, but I think when I think about when, when did the Witcher 3 come out? Probably 2014. 14 or 15, maybe. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think about a new Witcher being built eight years later, um, with Unreal, uh, like, it just excites me. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity here. And I know we have issues with cyberpunk, but I think that when we jump into this as well and see these kind of uh, newer worlds that people put a lot of energy into, it kind of excites me for mm-hmm. uh, the possibility. Same. So I, I don't know. This is one that I feel like I missed the first run through with The Witcher. So if they were to create a new one, this would be where I would be able to actually jump in and spend all of my time. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause it's Jacob. It, yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you have any predictions? <laughs> Honestly, I lean towards the, with how, um, with how popular create a character is right now. I, I lean towards that model. They're going to go with it. Um, and personally, uh, I think part of what made the Witcher, you know, I played two and three. What made those games so great is Geralt. And I don't know how Witcher 3 ended. I, I've never looked up spoilers. <laughs> so like, did he die in the end? Is he still alive? I don't know. But I do know that Geralt made those games great. So I think it, it you're not going to lose the magic of the Witcher because that's in the development team and that's in the world building that they do really well. But I do think there is some loss when you don't have a really fleshed out character to follow through. Um, so no, I mean, my predictions are all over the place. I could see it going any which direction right now. Any which yeah. direction. Nice. The, the, oh, I see what you did. I didn't yeah, mean nice. to do that. I wish I could take credit <laughs> for that. I didn't mean to do that. 
Um, yeah. I'm predicting it's going to be just a Sims pack. Is probably what it'll be a skin pack for Sims. I'm in. Um, you have yeah, maybe nine dollars a piece. They'll probably have a few <laughs> things. Oh, maybe an Animal Crossing game. You Can know, you imagine if it's like a complete Daryl. departure? <laughs> it's like a complete departure from what what it's <laughs> what the series is like. I would love to watch George's head explode if they announced it was like a cartoony like school one of those like cooking mama games where you just like do like chores chores around the school of the links Uh, you sweep i I think that if they're going to reboot this and make a new one i don't know i i right now it's too soon i could go anywhere but my money would be that they're gonna flesh out like a fully brand new narrative with a main story and main character uh but they could do the other way as well super popular people love it but uh man to just like eight years later pick your head up and say we're gonna go big do another witcher yeah i I feel like they're probably going to stay consistent with that really good storytelling yeah Yeah, and and we don't i don't think we have a release date or even a release window right now they just stated that it's under development um so i don't know for which witcher fans it was one of the best selling games ever it's a really popular tv show now um it would be insane not to continue this saga on so um again ryan i think this would be the best entry i don't know actually you should probably go back and play witcher 3 there's a next gen update coming out soon this year and i we should try to play it we should try and beat it all three of us Totally. I did not know that. That's interesting. Totally. <laughs> I'm totally gonna go back. So here I will say I've I've started the game. I twice. own I own two two versions. I own two versions of Witcher 3. The and Switch uh, I, I I own the Switch version. Wow. And I own it on Xbox. Wow. And I have not played either. So you know, Maybe I started we, it at one point. Ryan, I own the Switch version too. Wait for the next gen patch, and I say we start this up and just give it a shot. Mm. I will say I've started this game twice now on PC and Xbox, and both times I get like <laughs> forty hours in, and I just get stuck doing side quests, and then I drop it. That's what happened. Classic. I'll just make a story this time. Um, guys, anything else on The Witcher? That's it. All right, boys. What have you been playing lately, Nick? I want to start with you. What have you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing Elden Ring. Obviously, it's been a big What's deal. I'm sorry, yeah. What 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 game is that? <clears throat> it's about uh, it's like it's like Lord of the Rings. You find this ring, uh, and you but it's yeah. old. Yeah, it's like it's Minecraft. Elden. Lots of Elden Ring. Okay, I actually else? restarted Eastward. Wow. Why? It was I'm sorry. Is that was, rude? It is. It was calling to me one night he was calling to me and i picked it up and i turned it on and i thought this was this is why this was a good decision and uh been playing it in bed before i before i uh take this newser so uh elden ring eastward that's about it that's where both my time's Mm -hmm. going right now ryan how about you let me guess elden Elden ring yeah yeah i'm level 105 now so wow dude just slinging spells i'm making my way um making my way to some some pretty high level magic that um you guys could never even dream of so (laughs) i can't wait to show i can't wait to send some clips um get some cool armor 
Last I I'm, checked, we uh, we progress through the story faster than you, so you can be on yeah, your high horse all you that's, want. Uh, that's you want to talk true. About that, Ryan? That's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in case anyone's wondering, this game is a little broken. Um, I was a level one hundred, level one hundred astrologer, level like level fifty intelligence, and I could not kill Queen Renala. And it, it's not a lack of skill. I can assure you, it's not a lack of skill. <laughs> It was mm. so hard because mm-hmm. my my strongest spells could not even damage her. It was the most frustrating thing in the world. So yeah, and I, I walked finally in beat her. 62. Yeah, and I walked in like level forty something and beat her. So ah, oh. I literally my strength is so low, my character can't lift a sword. I believe he has that. noodle arms. Yeah, very, very like, reflective of uh, the uh, player, actually. Right, that's very. Uh, uh, it's like, it's, a, like it's a projection of the player is how that's usually perceived. Noodle, I, noodle yeah. Ryan. Noodle yeah. Ryan. We call, we call Ryan it. noodle arms around town. <laughs> I, I have an incredibly powerful staff, but I cannot <laughs> swing a sword. So that's pretty accurate. What else have you been playing? Animal Crossing? Yeah, I turned on Animal Crossing this week, which is great. Just a little... Uh, well, because I started having nightmares from Elden Ring, and that's not an, an <laughs> dude, exaggeration. Dude, I've, same. I've been having... I've had a lot dude. of Elden Ring dreams, and they're very dark. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> a, a dungeon. I had a dungeon dream. I was <laughs> Im- literally impaled by like a ghost sword. It was horrifying. It, it woke yeah. me up. Um, I cried. Allie helped me for a few hours. And then, um, so yeah, I... I have to, I'm realizing if I play like too close to bed, I'm still thinking about like what I'm going to do next time mm-hmm. I play. Mm-hmm. And so it's already yeah. on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it haunts me. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have to like unplug. And one of the ways that I did that this week, I would just turn on Animal Crossing and feel a little better about myself. That's a great idea. So I, I, yeah. I also had an Elden Ring nightmare. <laughs> so it went from like an Elden Ring world where it was just dark and bleak and not enjoyable. And that dream transitioned into my least favorite types of dream, which was a zombie dream. Because then I was trapped <laughs> in a mall with zombies. And man, were you on the wet peninsula? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I hate zombie dreams. They're like my least favorite types of dreams. And, and uh elden ring completely transitions into those so yeah cleanse the palate with something like animal crossing yes uh you yes. play anything else this week don't eat sugar before bed because mm. that makes your brain a little more active <laughs> you're just asking for trouble yeah any other game no that's it jacob that's, that's it? it um yep. i've also been playing elden ring uh i've been playing pokemon legends arceus which i hope you guys are too because we need to finish that for an i'm almost review. done i'm waiting for you guys to finish i think i'm ahead of you now um what color are is you? the sky right now, Ryan? It's all it's all changed. I'm okay. like, I think I'm like on the doorstep of the boss. I guess okay. I just don't know. We're okay. We're I think we're around the same ballpark then. Um, I also played some Mario Kart Eight because they released the new DLC tracks, the new eight new tracks. Did they? Yeah. So I eight new ones. It, they're releasing them in batches. So the first Good. eight have come out, and man, it is nostalgia trip. Game over. The you know the one with the the like the highway with the cars on it. I think it's from the DS. Maybe you didn't play the DS version. Or is it the N64 one? I'm not sure, but I think it said the DS. I could be wrong. Anyways, that that tracks back on there and it's amazing. Um, mm. But yeah, that's if you have the Nintendo Switch Online, what's it called? Plus or something, whatever that is, the upgraded version, you can download it yeah. for free now. Um, so that's been fun. I played Elden Ring. I played some Halo Infinite to play through the Tactical Ops event because you can get mm. some limited time helmets and things and 
man, that that's just not feeling good right now. I, I didn't have a great time. I felt very. It felt we like dropped chore. off. We, yeah, I dropped off. We hard. definitely dropped off. And then the last thing I've been playing, and Ryan, you played a little bit of this, <clears throat> bit of this too. Rock Band Four. So playing some rock nice and shredding, dude. slapping the bass, singing nice. a slapping little. Slapping the bass, man. Um, I just love Rock Band, and with my giant library of music, Ryan. I love to play rock band. You, you know, had I'm like actually, 30 <laughs> songs. Jacob didn't have a single song. When you came over, I now have 600 downloaded. Yeah, so when we were when I was at Jacob's playing, none of his music had carried over to his new Xbox, so he just panicked and I just pretended like he didn't own any of the songs. But we ended up doing the math and finding out that Jacob has spent over $600 on rock band mm. in his life more i think right is it is it was it was, or was it, it 700 i don't know it's a lot though <laughs> it's a lot of songs yeah. i've bought over to but again it's it's from rock band one to four i've carried over my saves and my content. yeah whatever you gotta tell yourself anyways sure. that's what i've been playing <laughs> guys let's get into some housekeeping housekeeping <laughs> upcoming episodes pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl <laughs> guardians of the galaxy sifu pokemon legends arceus elden ring and Nintendo Switch Sports. If there's any game out there you want us to review, please write it in the show. You can find information on how to contact us in the in the description Except below. Except for WWE games. No WWE. Did you ever play those games on uh on the N64? Oh yeah, all the time. They were really fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Really fun. For, my neighbor was super into WWE. Same, dude. But dude I played it in my he'd like, he'd be like, hey, watch me <laughs> He'd be like, watch me pick up this chair. And then he'd just like beat the crap out of me with a chair and then yes. we thought it was the coolest thing in the world yeah that's exactly very similar story to me but yeah i played at my na- my neighbor's house i never owned one but great memories doing that if it's on game pass i'd give it a try right create a character punch okay the yeah maybe we should play wwe i'm down um like i said <laughs> if there's any game you want us to review uh reach out everything's in the description Uh, And thank you for listening to this week's news episode. We'll come at you with probably a review next week, I'm imagining. Um, Thank you. Probably. I love you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Lettuce hands. Lettuce hands. (laughs)